What you're about to listen to is a Pod Bros exclusive. Age of the Geek, baby. We run the world. I see you shiver with anticipation. Man, what's gotten into you? How's everybody doing? It is another wonderful episode of Dave's Nerd Compendium. And I want to preface, this will be a kind of short episode uh, because I'm playing a video game and uh, I'm kind of addicted. I mean, most of the point of the crackhead scratching his face, hey, hey, you got some more of that? (laughs) Yeah, that type of addicted. Um, It's just video game that the franchise has been around since the early 90s. I want to say 92, 93-ish was when the first game came out in the series, and it has steadily been around, mostly on the bigger platforms. I mean, it started off with Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, then it moved to PlayStation, and Xbox, and they had some on, like, the Game Boy and Game Gear. But they recently just ported the newest one to the Nintendo Switch. I picked it up, have been playing it, and I will honestly say the story mode is phenomenal. It's kind of a learning curve if you just go through the tutorial first. But that just shows you how to do all the moves and everything. But if you haven't guessed, I'm talking about Mortal Kombat 11. Now, this is a fighting style video game developed by NetherRealm Studios and published by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. It's running on the Unreal Engine 3 and is the 11th main installment in the Mortal Kombat series and is a direct sequel to Mortal Kombat X which was released in 2015. Announced at uh, Game Awards 2018, the game was released in North America and Europe April 23rd or 2019 for Microsoft Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. In late January of 2019, it was reported that the Switch version was delayed in Europe. It was released May 10th. The game received generally favorable reviews from critics who praised the gameplay story and improved netcode, although there was some criticism for the presence of microtransactions and over uh, relevance in grinding. Now, the gameplay, like the 
previous two versions of the series, Mortal Kombat 11 is a 2.5D fighting game. Alongside the returning fatalities and brutalities, the new gameplay features are introduced, such as Fatal Blow and Crushing Blows. Fatal Blows are special moves similar to the X-Ray moves that you saw in Mortal Kombat 10. Fatal Blows allow you to deal a large amount of damage, but unlike the X-Ray moves, they only become visible when the player's health is below 30%, and you can only perform once per match. Crushing Blows are special cinematic variations of a given special move, uh, targeted when certain requirements are met most like brutalities in the previous game. Also, a new uh, to the series is the flawless block mechanic, which allows for a comeback window after blocking an attack with precise timing. Another feat or returning finisher is Mercy. Last seen in Mortal Kombat 3 when the winning player can opt out of uh, reviving their opponent, uh, giving them a small amount of life. Mortal Kombat 11 also introduced a custom variation feature, which offers character creation uh, featuring system similar to the gear system in NetherRealm Studios' previous DC Comics fighting game Injustice 2, improving over the variation system featured in Mortal Kombat X. Each character has an initial set of outfits, weapons, and moves which can further be customized by the player. However, unlike Injustice 2 in Mortal Kombat 11, the character appearance does not determine their abilities, allowing the players to create a custom moveset independently of the character's appearance. Now, this is where I got hooked. The storyline. So the plot of the game follows Sinnoch's defeat at the hand of Cassie Kane in Mortal Kombat X. A now-corrupt Raiden plans to protect Earthrealm by destroying all its enemies. Raiden is seen torturing Sinnoch's severed head, which triggers Kronika, Sinnoch's mother and keeper of time, to rewrite history in order to erase Raiden's influence. Two years later, a special force strike team led by Sonya Blade, Cassie, and Jackie Briggs assault the main cathedral in the Nether Realms, where Raiden provides the diversion to aid them. The team succeeds in destroying the base at the cost of Sonya's life. Kronika creates an alliance with the Reverend Lucane and Katana. In the past, uh, Kotal Khan. Uh, the current emperor of Outworld, attempts to execute the Collector. 
was interrupted by Kronika, or Kronika, if you will, who also brings Shao Kahn, Scarlet, Baraka, the younger versions of Kano, Aaron Black, Jade, Raiden, Kitana, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, Jackson Berg, or Jax, Scorpion, Cabal, and Kung Lao. From the previous timelines, after Kung Lao defeated Shang Tsun and Quan Chi, and erases the older Raiden from existence due to Raiden's previous statue as an elder god, leaving Sinok's amulet behind. The battle in Kotal's arena ends. The Devars uh, transports Baraka, Scarlet, Shao Kahn, both younger Black and Kano, to her hive, um, resurrect or recruiting them into Kronika's fold. Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and Raiden show up at the Earth Realm's sp Special Forces base after forging an alliance with Kotal Khan. Whereas Jade and Katana decide to stay with Kotal to protect Outer Realm from Kronika's outworld forces. They learn that there's an energy signal under the Weisha Academy. Liu Kang and Kung Lao investigate leads to the bell with Kronika's uh, subordinate, Geras, and has his own future revenant part. The battle ends as Geras is getting away with powerful energy capsules containing Earthrealm's life force. A special forces learn, or these special forces learn that Sector, uh, Backed by Cybernets, uh, Frost, and Noob Cybot, is making a cyborg army for Kronika. Sub Zero and the older human scorpion, uh, Hanzo Hasashi, are sent after, or sent there after the recently revived Cyber Lin Q. Uh, Kidnapping and cybernetic all uh, Sub Zero's clansmen, leaving Sub Zero the sole survivor. With the aid of Cyrax, they shut down the Cyber Lenku, forcing uh, Giras and both versions of Kano to revive Sector and rebuild the cybernetic army. Raiden tries to consult the Elder Gods, they refuse to help. Cetrion, Kronika's daughter, and an elder goddess, gives him ways to defeat her. Unfortunately, during Raiden's second attempt to consult, Raiden is too late and realizes that Cetrion, including Sinok, are solely loyal to their mother. Kronika recruits the present-day Jax, to her side by tricking him into believing that the best way to protect his daughter. Kotal Khan and Jade 
go to the uh, Tarkanan camp in order to turn them from Shao Kahn. But Kotal's brutal and hatred towards them causes their past allegiance with the late Melina cause Jade to battle him, resulting in his defeat before Shao Kahn appears and captures him. The special force uh, forces is destroyed by the Black Dragon and Cyber Ken or Liu Qin with the older or younger version of Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade captured in the process. The elder Johnny Cage is wounded and Sector killed due to the destruction of Sub-Zero's uh, temple, the Wuxi Academy's Sky Temple, and Special Forces Base, uh, Shikinrayu's Fire Garden, is the only Earthrealm hero's safe base left. Cassie leads the strike team to save her parents, where Sonya kills the younger version of Kano to erase his present self from existence. Meanwhile, Katana, Liu Kang, and Kung Lao battle Baraka in order to secure an alliance between him and Shiva. With their aid, Katana successfully defeats Shao Kahn, uniting the Outer World factions and inheriting the Khan throne and title from Kotal. Raiden sends Jax and Jackie to get the Crown of Souls from Shao, or yeah, Shang Tsung's island, but the pair is thwarted by Cetrion and the reluctant older Jax. Hisashi is tasked with getting Chiron, the person who spends an unfortunate souls to the, or who sends the unfortunate souls to the nether realm to join their side so they can defeat Kronika. Hisashi fights his younger self and persuades him to join his side. Such as revealing Kronika's secret involvement behind the first uh, Sherry Ryu and their family's demise through Quan Chi and Sinok. Right after the younger version agrees, Devorah poisons Hanzo. And as he is dying, he tells Scorpion to get Chiron. And the truth oath of the Shari Ryu comes from heart, not blood. Scorpion returns to the Fire Garden and is attacked by Raiden. Due to Raiden's mistrust of the former, after Scorpion betrayed Raiden after killing the original Sub-Zero years earlier. Raiden resorts to using Sinok's amulet, assault, or resulting in Sinok's influence beginning to corrupt Raiden as his late future self, and Raiden engages in battle against Liu Kang. After Liu Kang repeats exactly the same words for the bell where Raiden accidentally kills Liu Kang in the past during Shao Kahn's invasion at Earthrealm, Raiden comes to his senses after realizing that his battle with Liu Kang in different timelines 
were a part of Kronika's uh, plan. Anticipating Raiden's realization, Kronika explains that her pitting Raiden against Luke Kane was due to their combined powers threatening her plan, and subsequently kidnaps Luke Kane. With Karen's recruited, Raiden, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Cassie, Jax, Katana, uh, Long Lao Shiva, Jade, and Baraka led a joint Earth Realm Outer Realm task force to salt Kronika's keep. Garas is dropped into a bottomless sea of blood. Frost is revealed to be the new Cyber Lin Q uh, leader is defeated and shut down, disabling the Cyber Lin Q and the older Jax defects to the hero side after learning Kronika's connection to Citrion and Sinok. Kronika sends the Revenant Lucane to attack Raiden after absorbing the power from his past self. After defeating the Revenant Lucane, Raiden merges with him, both Revenant and past selves, and becomes Fire God Liu Kang, and a now godly younger Liu Kang acquires the memories and knowledge of Kronika's plans through his revenant self. The heroes branch or breach the keep, only for Kronika to uh, restore history to its beginning, except for Fire God Liu Kang, due to his godlike statue and subsequently defeats the Revenants Jade, Katana, Kung Lao, and Citrion before engaging in the final battle against Kronika. Or Kronika, I should say. Now, you have one of three endings. And it's all depending on the outcome of the battle, is how the story will end. If Lucane is defeated by Kronika... In both bouts of battle, or in two bouts of battle, Kronika decapitates Lucane and announces the beginning of the new era. Although this provides or proves to be non canon ending, as the game just asks the player if they want to restart the battle. Now, if Kronika or Kronika wins one, but Lucane wins two battles. Lucane is unable to bring back Katana uh, due to Kronika's reverting history way too much, and instead, a now mortal Raiden offers to become Kung or Lucane's advisor for as long as his lifetime lasts, and the two begin. To create a new timeline. Now, the preferred ending is if you can uh, win two straight rounds of battle without losing, Liu Kang manages to reunite with Katana and both make a vow to create a new and better timeline and undo the mistakes made by Kronika.
Now, the main roster has 25 playable characters, two of which are unlockable. And, uh, technically, three are new to the series. And there's a uh, DLC for an additional four players. So you have able to play Baraka, Cassie Cage, Cetrion, Devora, Aaron Black, Frost, Giras, Jackie Briggs, Jade, Jax Briggs, Johnny Cage, Cabal, Kano, Katana, Collector, Kotal Khan, Kong Lao, Liu Kane, Noob Saibot, Raiden, Scorpion, Shao Kahn, Scarlet, Sonya Blade, and Sub-Zero. In Combat Pack 1, you have Nightwolf, Sindal, Shao Kahn, or sorry, Shang-Chi Sun, which was just announced at uh, C2E2, and Todd McFarlane's Spawn. Now, I can honestly say I will. I just finished the storyline of this amazing game. I will be going back and playing again and trying to unlock every character I can. I did purchase a DLC pack because when I saw um, the ability to play a spawn, that just sealed it for me. I will get to play a spawn and win the game just to see what kind of uh, enhanced storyline that they might have. So, I pose the question to you guys. What's your favorite Mortal Kombat game? What's your favorite fighter? And if you have a Switch and you want to look at about adding me as a friend and maybe as playing across the net and doing some battles in Mortal Kombat, hit me up on email or on Twitter and I will gladly share my friend code and uh, we can connect on the Switch and see what happens. Alright, time for some housekeeping. As always, you can find me on Podbros Network, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. But you can also find me on Twitter at DaveTheNerd underscore TNC. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave's Nerd Compendium. All one word, no apostrophes. You can also go to DaveNC.com and find everything there. Find everything on podbros.com in the Dave the Nerd section. I have a YouTube channel. Just search Dave the Nerd. And I'll do like unboxings and I might do like a movie review or something on there just to give a little bit of content. And don't forget while you're on iTunes at Stitcher to rate the show five stars, thumbs up, whatever they take. And if you write a review, I can read it and then focus the show to be more about what you want to hear. So with all that being said, thank you ever so kindly. And as always, and if you need a man, find a nerd.
overload. Pleasure overload. What do you want to do tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world.